This episode of the Vacant House Podcast is brought to you by the Cardi B Foundation. We here at the Cardi B Foundation care about these young female strippers and promise to do whatever it takes to ensure their survival, even if it means providing the men the drug to steal from. The Cardi B Foundation, championing the double standard. Hello and welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast. Per usual, my name is Kyle Bargo and I'm joined by my fellow members of the New World Order, the extraterrestrial being himself, Hayden Snook. (laughs) 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 And my main scaly lizard person, Spike Salter. So, uh, if you couldn't tell by the theme this episode, we are talking about conspiracies and a variety of different conspiracies, I'll have you know. So, we're just going to be talking about a few different ones, not necessarily that we believe in, but that we thought would be fun to talk about. I know there's a few that Hayden has on the deck that I don't even know what they are, so this should be really interesting. Spike, since you are our conspiracy expert, do you want to kick us off with... uh, Maybe some Disney conspiracy theories? I would absolutely love to. And just so everybody knows, he is lying. I I am uneducated on conspiracies. I don't necessarily believe in any conspiracies. <gasps> so this episode I know. So that so maybe it's conspiracy maybe it's a conspiracy that I don't believe in any conspiracies. I don't know. That's but definitely my top conspiracy now. It should be. It should be at the top of your list. So I'm actually looking forward to learning what some of these are from you guys. So that's why I'm kind of taking this Disney route, because I think it's cool. So I'm just going to, we're not really going to go too far into these. I'll just read off a couple, and if you have any comments, go ahead. I just thought some of these are really cool to think about, especially if you've seen a lot of the Disney movies like I have. So one of them is Aladdin takes place in a post-apocalyptic future. Oh, And it is, they're saying that the reason why, so they're saying at least the year 10,300 at the, so at the earliest. And they're saying this because in the movie, Aladdin, the genie, voiced by Robin Williams, recipes, of course, makes a bunch of pop culture references. And if, if pop culture, so to the present, when that, when that movie was made in like 94, whenever it was made, if back then the present then the apocalypse happened and he was trapped for 10,000 years. Like he said, in the lamp, that makes sense. Why it's pop culture. He's making those pop culture references, but I get, you don't believe this, but how can they say like, it could have, he could have been trapped in the lamp for 20 years and he was making a bunch of pop culture. Because he, because the genie says that he has been trapped for 10,000 years. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I can kind of see that. I mean, that would be, that's a really interesting take on on aladdin because you just assume it's in the middle of no completely nowhere in the desert like in where's it actually based out of where's it supposed so to be is, is it based off the city based, isn't it based from like the book um arabian nights yes i imagine so that I don't, is in I don't, what's that i said i was about to say i imagine that's in arabia but i don't know if that's a place <laughs> for this episode we're gonna say it is <laughs> Oh man, that's a that's a great start. I I'm like not, that one. What do you think, Snook? I'm, I'm not exactly sure about that one. I don't know. 
I kind of like it just because it's it's kind of interesting to think about it. If I I don't know, did they make the pop culture references because it was just relatable at the time, or did they do it because that was the last thing you saw? Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's very, and I'll tell you another reason why they thought this because when they made an Aladdin video game, and Bargo, obviously, you're an expert on video games, so I don't know what this was called. It was an Aladdin video game, and in the video game itself were stop signs. Now, how would stop signs ever be existing back then yeah. if it wasn't? You're at the, you know, 10,300. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of tele, there's a lot of conspiracy theories based around television and video games. It was in the Sega game that they had the stop signs. But I feel like that's, like, okay, way back whenever video games were, like, probably, like, I would say infancy, but that's, like, more Atari and, like, where games wouldn't even seem like games to us today outside of, like, pinball and pong and stuff like that. Like, people were just trying to pump stuff out, and I feel like there wasn't really too much ensuring that a game came out exactly to someone's standard. So, there's a ton of games, a ton of holes in, in... pop culture i guess for stuff like that because i mean yeah there's there's a stop sign because it wants you to it, it takes you into a cutscene, <laughs> you know like oh i don't know that that's wild to me it's interesting oh. I, I like this next one so peter pan is the angel of death who holds children's hands on the way to heaven aka neverland when they die that's the most and depressing now, thing i know and now listen to this listen to what and it's only three lines so it's real quick that's why they never get older. You can't grow up when you're dead. Don't believe this theory? Well, author J.M. Barry left the ownership of the original story to a children's hospital. He'd read it to kids who were terminally ill so they wouldn't be afraid of dying. Whoa. So it's a little depressing, but it kind of makes sense because the kids never age in Neverland. And you're So we're two in. We're two conspiracies in, and I totally believe that. And you're telling yeah. me you don't believe any conspiracy theories? I mean, it's kind of, it's fake, but like, I believe, I believe that, um, maybe like the original author might've thought of that. Yeah. But yeah, so you kind of get, unless it was just completely fabricated, you kind of gave us pretty good proof based on what the author said. Yeah. Yeah. So I say it's true. It's no longer conspiracy. Yeah. I I think it's true too. I, I heard a, uh, I heard an interesting, uh, oh, I heard an interesting theory about how uh, Peter Pan is actually like a darker story than just like, like you said about how like he's the angel of death, but also that like in the original story, like he like killed uh, the captain hook. Right. So I never, I don't think I ever watched that movie as a kid. I just always thought Peter Pan brought kids to Neverland. They never grew up and his nemesis with captain hook. I never knew like the actual story. I I I, I, heard the, I heard the other day that like I forget what I was listening to Pawn Stars, Pawn Stars. Uh, they brought in like a Peter Pan collectible and they were talking about how uh, Peter Pan was actually a dark story and like the, Peter Pan did a lot of killing in the original book and he actually killed Captain Hook at the end to sit like save the kids and stay in Neverland and all that. So real quick side note and then I'll, I'll move on to the next one. I only have two more of these, uh, but. The show, do you guys ever hear the show Once Upon a Time? It's on ABC, or it used to be. I think it ended no, like last I, year. I don't think. So it was like a different take on all these like fairy tales, but like live action pretty much. And 
Peter Pan is actually a bad guy in the show. Hmm. So it, it kind of like, like you were saying, Snoke, it, it does make sense. That it was kind of originally a dark story, but I don't know. Hmm. Um, number hmm. three here, Jane from Tarzan is actually the great granddaughter of Belle from Beauty and the Beast. The ladies look so much alike and they even both wear yellow. And here's, here's where it kind of makes sense. Jane could understand Tarzan who was an animal or beast-like, just as well as Belle understood beast. beast. Oh. And, and, there is a moment, do you guys remember in Tarzan when Turk and all those other um, chimpanzees and that elephant were all, like, playing in, in the camp with the, all, like, the instruments and the pots and pans and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the china, so, like, uh, Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. is, is in that movie. So, it would suggest that... Uh, Jane inherited that fine china from uh, Belle. Very generic. I kind of like that one, but I feel I like, like that. that's that's just that's just Disney making characters that look the same. So I, making connections, I think. Yeah. So I, you know, I agree with you. This connection, though, this this one right here, and I saw this a couple of years ago when Frozen first came out. Um, let me find it here, but it's it's connecting Frozen to tarzan and rapunzel okay let me let me find it here but it's really i mean it's really interesting and i think that you guys actually might i think you guys actually so where is it i can't find it um here we go so frozen tangled the little mermaid and tarzan are all connected to each other there's a lot of evidence proving that these four popular movies are all connected in some way. The theory starts off by stating that Rapunzel is Anna and Elsa's cousin. This can explain why Rapunzel and Rapunzel and her husband Flynn went to Elsa's coronation. So that's that's just kind of that's like a back end of this. Mm-hmm. It was on the way to Rapunzel's wedding that Anna and Elsa's parents shipwrecked. Their ship is the one that Ariel sees in the beginning of Little Mermaid. This is where it gets crazy. Now this is when the theory takes an interesting turn. Instead of dying, they the parents washed up on an island and gave birth to a son named Tarzan. His parents were later killed by a leopard. This was this would mean that Tarzan is the brother of Anna and Elsa and the cousin of Rapunzel. And about a year after Frozen came out, the you know, the, the, the storyteller or director or whatever actually like hinted to confirming that. <laughs> that's just so it's hard to just absorb all that information and take that in yes yes so Anna and Elsa's parents left to go somewhere in a ship mm-hmm. they wreck oh no no I get it I get it yeah. it's just hard. It, my brain is just like it's making connections and that's how conspiracies all start is is people get an idea of like oh well this this could be true and especially in, in movies and TV you can't dig deeper <laughs> you know what I mean yeah you can't do experiments to see if if the Rugrats are actually alive or if they're all dead babies and they were miscarriages and like some crazy yeah. conspiracies like that. Like it's just someone's idea that took a turn. And of course, the author is going to be like, "Yeah, you see it that way. That that's what's great about show business, about about TV and television." That, that mean, is but, cool about Disney oh, though, because every, every time after these movies, someone makes. Well, and you, and you do see in Disney movies that there are, like, Easter eggs to other movies. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm more inclined to believe these ones 
that maybe this storyteller had that intention because there are actual like uh, the the uh, Pizza Planet mm-hmm. uh, truck or Jeep or whatever that yes. is in all Pixar movies. So I am more inclined yes. to believe these that the storyteller actually had that in mind. Yeah, Pixar Pixar definitely um, across all their movies makes a lot of different connections, and that's that's intentional for sure. Hey, I, you I, I, uh, I always think about examples of like, uh, for example, the simple, the Simpsons, uh, oh wow. I don't know why my brain, I just keep thinking to myself like the Trump one. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, that the Trump one, but also the nine 11, yeah, a lot, a lot of cartoons technically predicted nine 11. That's crazy. How like yeah. there was like a, a nine and then the twin towers. Yeah. To make 911 in in the Simpsons. Like that's that's super weird stuff that I th- I feel like a lot of people just let go over the radar. Like there there's got to be something behind that. Mm. I don't I don't know like I I don't understand what it could possibly be, but just the fact that something that like precise happened on a like what, what was they never truly explained what the purpose of having that nine and the twin towers together to make 9-11 like was they never no. ever explained it no because it would just be a i think it'd be a pr nightmare if they tried to explain it because i don't think i don't think i think a lot of the stuff that just exists in the background like there were a lot of tv shows that had twin towers falling but that's because a lot of tv shows just had destruction like i think the powerpuff girls had Two towers that fell, and it wasn't an airplane. Uh, there was one that it was a cartoon that I never heard of, but they had a plane flying into a building, and then later on in the episode, you saw that there there were two buildings right beside each other, and then you saw the other building also got toppled. Like it's crazy what TV does. I'll uh, I'll raise you. I have one that I, I wasn't going to talk about, but since you brought up a lot of cool cool Disney theories there. Um, SpongeBob. Have you guys seen this one? No. Um, keep going. I don't know. Every character on SpongeBob represents one of the seven deadly sins. Yes, I did see that. So, like, uh, Mr. Krabs is... Greed. Greed. Who's Sloth? Patrick? Patrick's Sloth. Squidward's Wrath. He's always in a bad mood. Yeah. Plankton's Envy. He's he's Envy of Mr. Krabs, like, right across the street, but he's also green. So, I mean, that that's kind of that. Uh, Sandy's Pride. Because yep. she vocalizes, and then SpongeBob's lust because he's over friendly. The only one that doesn't kind of fit the bill for me is Gluttony, which is Gary. But I mean, there are, there are phrases where like Gary eats a lot, and they always say like, "Don't forget to feed Gary." But that might be the the stretch. But I think all the other ones are are pretty are pretty accurate. I mean, oh, there's not Mr. really a stretch. Crab. Mr. Krabs definitely plankton. I think definitely. Yeah. Slot. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, but like, uh, see, I don't like. Can I guess that's like more of a rumor? I guess that's what conspiracy theories are. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't find like that type of stuff like uh, super mysterious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I don't like. I I think that's interesting. That if that's what the writers had in mind, I think that's pretty interesting. But I I, I don't have much like else to say about it <laughs> like, yeah you can't I, really debate you I mean you can debate it but there's not really much more you can say yeah there's there's interesting things to look at yeah, yeah take pretty... take it from a higher level and just like seeing like your perspective or someone else's perspective on the show like they said that uh spongebob was probably a result of a nuclear explosion wow that, that was another one i saw 
Just like they're all existing underwater and a lot of the fish are like somewhat mutated. Like Pearl. Pearl is like the the huge face of a of a whale and then just a really small like body, like arms and legs. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Um Um, I saw uh is it true that SpongeBob is actually a house sponge instead of like a sponge like that lives under the sea, you know what I mean? Well, in all the movies, they've always depicted him as a house sponge. Yeah. Like, in, the, in the SpongeBob movie, whenever he dries out, like he becomes a house sponge. But yeah. the tear of the goofy ju- goofy goober brought him back. Oh, goofy goober! Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was good. David Hasselhoff was in that too. I am David Hasselhoff. That movie was actually <laughs> really good. I remember watching that with my sister mm-hmm. whenever we got along. And the video game that goes along with that. So that the best one, yeah, one of the best video games of all time is SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, and the sequel is that like out. for real? Like people rank it like really high? They or? don't rank it really high. I think it's one of the better games in the GameCube, and a lot of people agree that it's one of the better games in the GameCube. Um, and it came out on the PS2 and Xbox too, but it actually has a pretty niche speedrunning community because it, it's kind of like uh, if you ever played Super Mario 64, where like you're collecting stars. Yeah, you open stuff. It's the same kind of concept, except you're collecting spatulas. But it, I, I really love the game. I mean, part of it's nostalgia too, because it was part of my childhood. But the movie game was cool because you switched between characters, and I, and I think you could play as two characters. So um, I know you had like upgrade. I've introduced like an upgrade system and a bunch of different things. But yeah, SpongeBob is uh, <laughs> SpongeBob's wild. There's a lot of different things going on with SpongeBob. And Sponge, I mean, the Super Bowl had SpongeBob. All these rumors that, I mean, they had the the big uh, petition to have. Uh, what's that? What was the song called? You know what I'm talking about for the Super Sweet Bowl? Victory. Sweet Victory. Yeah, all yeah. the all the petitions to have Sweet Victory in there. Like, it doesn't surprise me. There's a we lot came, of uh, we came so close. Oh yeah, very so close. No, and the fact that they just gave us that pisses me off even more, because like they couldn't have even got just. Uh, one sweet victory in and then transition it into sicko mode or something Yeah, like i don't know man i was very disappointed in the fact that like it didn't make anyone happy all it did was make people mad and the fact that too that the i had money that they were gonna play sweet victory and the fact that they had squidward's voice actor who was the guy that did the pa voice it was like introducing whatever they had. He went on Twitter and said that they were going to do it and that, that that the Super Bowl called him or whoever it was that he was partnering with Maroon 5 and everyone was getting super hyped up about it. And then we just got that little stupid clip. But I don't know. Uh, to be fair, though, I feel like we are all acting a little greedy. They did give us our favorite like childhood characters. In the Super Bowl, as we requested, just in honor of, you know, the the guy that passed away. No, that, that's not being greedy at all. I think it's being. Um, I think so. What it lasted to so them playing like the trumpets or whatever, like leading up to it. What was it like? Five seconds, seven seconds? Not probably five. Yeah, not even. Why not have five seconds of them singing "Sweet Victory"? That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I, that's what the petition was for. Yeah, yeah, so I, like... I wanted that too, but 
in the scheme of the halftime show. Well, maybe they couldn't even get permission to use that song though, too. You got to think about oh, that. Oh, they def dude, they definitely would have had permission for that. 100%. You don't but if they don't like I'm sure if they asked that band, who is the band by the way? I don't even know who the band is. That the did actual, the the actual song Sweet Victory. Who who's the band? I I don't even know if it's a is it I a didn't think song? it was an actual song. I, I thought it was just it SpongeBob. Is. Oh, man. I don't know. If it is an actual song, then SpongeBob made it famous. Right. David Come Glenn Isy. Isley. I don't know. Yeah, he's an yeah, that's an actual singer. SpongeBob did it better. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. That's I don't know. That, that's just like if I if I say Hayden, if you're hanging off a cliff and you're like, please save me. And there's a thousand people, a million people that say, save Hayden, save Hayden. And I give you three fingers and you fall. That is not related <laughs> whatsoever. How is that not relatable? <laughs> I mean, it, it, like, it, they truly probably couldn't get permission to use the song. I'm no guessing, like, way. the guys, like, I'm guessing the people that, like, uh, can you hear that dog barking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear <laughs> <that>. <laughs> it's okay. Wait, was that the dog again? Uh, the, that, that was dog me. Is so oh. dumb. But uh, they, uh, <laughs> but it's possible that they like asked the family of the guy. Is he still alive? I don't even know. If he's, he's still, still alive. alive. Yeah. It's possible that they asked him, and he said, "Okay, how much money are you gonna give me?" And then they were probably maybe. Like, but Nickelodeon knew it was coming, and Nickelodeon did like a a tweet about it, and they technically still own the rights to SpongeBob. They still yeah, but run Nickelodeon it. probably doesn't own the right to the song. They probably just no. own the right to use it for that one. No, so my, but... th my thing is, how much money is that guy even making from that song anyways? Like, why wouldn't he say yes? Right. I, I, I mean, Sweet I Victory. Think, I'm I think sure they asked him, I'm and sure I think Roger Goodell shot it down. I think Roger I'm sure Goodell... there's some crazy SpongeBob stands that probably listen to that song every single day. Probably. I'm, I'm going to become one well, of them. Okay, okay. Here, here's here's my, my comeback to that. The day after... Uh, I think it was Nashville. There was a hockey team that played it. So you're telling me a hockey team got permission, but the Super but Bowl it wasn't couldn't? like on such a, nat a national. But why scale would it matter like... though? It, it matters be because the scale of the audience, like, but it would still you're be allowed infringing. to ha you're allowed to have warm up music and use warm up music as you please, but like you can't like televise it in front of millions and millions of people. I I deeply disagree. Like if uh, they wanted to, they could right. put. They could, <laughs> they could they could put um I don't know they could put a logic song and they could have logic be the halftime show and play all his music. Yeah, if they pay him, <laughs> they don't have to pay him for playing the music. Yes, they do. No way. You're telling me how that do you th how do you think ESPN like ESPN plays Logic's music like in NBA games? How do you think they are, or have the rights to use that music in their NBA games? That, because that's Logic different, got though. paid. That's digital distribution. Okay, what are you? It's what are you? It's the same thing if they use that David Glenn Isley song in the, the so, halftime so show. So Penn State and every other college football team uh, pays Sweet Caroline to play their song. No, it's the same thing though. It's, it's it. No, it's not. It's different. All right, the Earth is flat. <laughs> Prove me wrong. The Wait, Earth you... is the Earth is flat. Prove me wrong. Okay, Kyrie Irving. Uh, What's wrong with Kyrie? For real? Are you being for real? You want like an actual genuine yeah, answer? Yeah, give me a reason why the earth is not flat. 
other than looking at it? From what angle? Have you been in space? Or what I we have. think is space? Oh my gosh. This is why I don't standing, believe in conspiracies. By if the you're standing if you're standing on a mountain and there's a flat and it's a flat plane ahead, you can literally see the curves of the earth. Not really. Against the skyline. Yeah, you can't. If it's a vast a vast plane, you can see like a kind of like a, a curve. It's very minuscule, but it's a curve like at the sunset line. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, Fargo. Photographer. Fargo. <laughs> Spike. So, if it's flat, by definition, that would mean that there would be two endpoints, correct? No, four, not necessarily. Okay, okay, I mean, it would, I, I would... Inv- I, okay, I don't believe in flat Earth. I know obviously. you don't. Obviously, I'm kind You're of playing, playing devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. But yeah. if You're I would believe in flat Earth... I would believe it's in like a terrarium to where we're in like a, like a, like almost like a globe where you would picture a globe, but it's a half circle to where you have, you have both pieces of Antarctica. You have the sun up and it literally sets up and down. We're in like this little, this little tiny enclosed capsule and you have both sides of Antarctica to where like you have like the, the frozen points and then you have what people describe as an Arctic wall that no one's ever gone past because they'd fall off. There's a lot of things that can spark discussion on flat earth. Now, Google and YouTube and a lot of media companies, believe it or not, take it down because people are gullible enough and people like now we were talking earlier before the podcast that when when Hayden and I were younger, we not necessarily believed in a lot of conspiracies, but we were more open to the idea because we were being taught things in school and we were also in the like the infancy of the internet so we were all searching and googling things and what you see in a textbook is very similar to what you see online in terms of how it's displayed right so i think more people especially when you're younger could believe that the earth is flat or people that i don't know are way wacky crazy or very sheltered and and don't have live in a very i don't want to say a very rural because i know belvillians are super smart but, Thank you. but huh. in, in an area that's kind of sheltered, people could definitely believe in it. So there's this documentary on Netflix, and I don't know what it's called. I can try to find that quick. But flat I watched Earthers, it the other isn't day. Isn't it? Isn't it just flat earthers? It might be. It might just be flat earthers. Um, but I watched it the other day, and it was. It's called Behind the Curve, and I watched right. it the other day, thinking, because I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan with Alex Jones. And uh, a few other people they have on that are straight either like Alex Jones is obviously a wacky. Oh, no, Joe, I don't, I don't actually believe that the earth is flat, but yeah, he, that's true. He does not believe the earth is flat, but he believes in that about uh, post birth abortions. And like, even though some of that stuff does happen, he believes that they're doing it to harvest the organs and to whatever, to, to keep this person alive and then strip them away. All, all these different like wacky, that like if there's a patent out like he was saying that we had oh what was it that we had a time machine built in the 80s or something to where there was a patent out, or no it yeah. was VR in the 80s there was a uh, yeah. there was a patent that ex- explained what VR was and had a product yeah. that looked very much like the Rift or whatever VR platforms That's true. do and That's it is true tr- it, it is true 
That's but, crazy. But a patent, like, it doesn't mean it actually worked because he didn't have the technology behind it. He just had, like, the idea. I mean, you're gonna yeah. see, like, if you, if you go back, I don't know, I, I can't say I've ever been to a cave where there, where there's still like drawings on the wall, but you go back to that kind of time, there were a lot of things that people kind of use as proof and conspiracy theories. Like, I know that's one of the flat Earth things is a lot of older uh not hieroglyphics but i guess cave drawings like cave art mm-hmm. ties back to like saying that the sun's in the middle and there's just a flat there's the bunch of land and they and they obviously aren't exploring like like we were but it, it makes you at least it, it's a very interesting discussion to have for sure there's there's no doubt about that and it's interesting to hear people talk about it do you think that like uh those patents though like do you think that they were might have been purchased by the government or something like that you know what i mean so like i know that i know that one specifically that he was talking about was actually bought by the government that patent I don't know if you knew that. I remember I him saying something that. about it. I did not know that. It was actually bought by the U.S. government. That's what I think Alex was saying. But like Joe, during that whole podcast, though, it was kind of like Joe wasn't really taking it 100% serious. I don't know if you got that vibe or not. Oh, no. Like, I got I got the vibe that Joe was just facilitating the conversation and trying to keep yeah. him and Eddie Bravo going at, at different things because Joe knows what's entertaining. Yeah. he was. I think he was playing more instigator than he was like oh, actual yeah. host. But yeah. like – and I think and I think he's wonderful. I thought that podcast was freaking hilarious. I mean, it That's has true. my new favorite meme, which is the. Ret- I'm I, listen. I'm kind of retarded. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's easily. And everyone my new died. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's hilarious. But I, I don't think a lot of people think Alex Jones is crazy, but I don't think he's crazy. I think he just he he has so much like time to like research things that he's he believes everything you know you know what i mean almost everything yeah and and that's why whenever he first started his his podcast and his show he didn't really pop for a while he was just some crazy from what everyone was perceiving was some crazy guy spouting bullshit and then uh the sandy hook thing comes along the sandy hook incident and everyone's presenting this I, I use evidence very loosely about how Sandy Hook was staged and how there were there were girls that were at nine eleven and Sandy Hook and this other school shooting and they all looked the same and that yeah that girl was there but it's more of a coincidence than it's just a, a paid family that this girl has to get all these school shootings and natural disasters and terrorist attacks and but he he thoroughly believed in that and you got to think the the people that are listening to Alex Jones, half of it is people that are entertained by it. And there's definitely another part of them, another part of that audience that are just very schizophrenic that believe everything they hear. They think their dog was put on this earth to spy on them. Yeah. Yeah. They think that pigeons are robots. They think that chemtrails jets are doing chemtrails, like all these different things that almost can pretty easily be debunked. Right. But I think, they believe in everything. I think that's true. I think that's true that like people that truly deep dive into the, a lot of these theories that are said, like Alex Jones, I think they truly have some sort of like mental condition 
that might not like it might be on like a spectrum of schizophrenia almost mm. uh i know uh, personally i had a we have a family friend that actually suffers from schizophrenia mm. and like he would talk about like how the fbi was after him and like they they had to keep doors shut and lights off at nights and no tv so like so the fbi couldn't see what they were doing and mm. like real, real crazy stuff like that and a lot of that stems, I think, like it's it's just interesting because you have he grew up and he was normal his whole life, right? Like, mm-hmm. but then those schizophrenic uh, tendencies, like, just like come in randomly or, or it develops mm-hmm. in in his brain and like where We're do those triggered. ideas come from? Almost, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. how 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 is how are those the first ideas that come out? Is it because he's heard that somewhere? Or like, is it deep in his conscience somewhere? Like, I don't really. It's it's hard for me to process like how people get to that idea if they're schizophrenic, like that someone's after them, particularly like the government or an entity. See, I've I've always thought it was how you were raised, because you look at even some of our friends that are skeptical on technology because of the gov the government's out to get them, like Trone and Craig and all those guys won't get Venmo. Because they, they think the government's taking money out of their accounts and they can do whatever they want. Like, the government's going to do whatever they're going to do. Like, yeah, you're not you're not any more – yeah, you, you can have your identity stolen or you're, you're putting yourself at risk. But that's – you sign up for something on the internet, you're putting yourself at risk because you're yeah. you're spreading yourself out like that's just security that's just it's kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a childish thought because a lot of like a lot of those same people that say those things also go on the next day and order something from Amazon or order something from right. Nike online and you, or, and you try to yeah. give them a, a comparison and yeah. they don't buy it because it's already in their head that they don't want to take this i think part of it too is that people when you're digging at conspiracies and I kind of get a little bit of this, and I think you guys could probably relate. But when, like, I, when I was watching Shane Dawson's videos when he first came out with his videos on conspiracies, part of it to me was just thinking that I know something that other people don't necessarily know, and I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but in a "Wow, I've never had this perspective before. I could totally see it" kind of way. So, like for example, yeah. like the mattress stores. I could totally believe that mattress stores are money laundering fronts. Do I necessarily, would I put my life on it? No, but I could totally believe it. And the fact that a lot of conspiracy theories are almost pushed away because the government doesn't want you to be speculating about all these different things because the government, whether it's a conspiracy theory or not, the government wants people to be scared of something. They want people to just act normally they don't want they don't want the gut or they don't want people to be skeptical of the government and as we've pushed more into a technical age and like the technology age through social media look at all the people that criticize trump and everything he does that definitely impacts politics that was part of the reason trump got elected was because there were so many people pushing anti-liberal thoughts because they didn't it was more people voted for trump than than people more people voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary than because they liked Trump. Yeah, that's you know true. I mean? A lot of like, there's evidence that a lot of Ber- even Bernie Sanders like, like supporters actually switched complete like rat like sides to the, the like not radically but mm-hmm. like just uh, completely did a 180 and went and voted for Trump just because of like 
all of Hillary Clinton's like dirt in her mm-hmm. like dirty laundry. It, and which it's true. She has a ton of dirty laundry. And, and like it, and like you said, with the mattress store stuff though, like it, it's very possible that that stuff happens. And it's, and there's a lot of proof that it has happened. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the mafia and like other gang gangs, like they have to find ways to hide this illegal money that they have. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if you, you see a lot of people of like certain families that have like a lot, a ton of money and they, you they don't come know in, how they're getting it. Yeah. They, they come into an area. So like my, my, I mean, I'm not going to name any names here, but in like Mifflin County, there are a lot of uh, certain restaurants and I'm sure Spike and you and, <laughs> and I can all agree on what restaurants they are. And that's uh, the pizza joints. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not going to name any names of specific specific, uh, specific businesses or anything. But they, a lot of those families that own those came out of nowhere. And yep. like came from like New York or New Jersey and. And like they, they had a ton of money and they just opened businesses in Mifflin County, which is like super strange that that's a really interesting thought. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But more people, they don't ever think about that. Like they, so a lot of people don't know the people that own these restaurants, even though it's a small town, they don't know them very well. And I'm sure you could debunk something like that super, super quick. But a lot of people would dismiss that right away because all they ever think whenever they go there is, okay, I know where it's at. This is their prices. They make good pizza. And that's all they want. That's all the, they, they kind of cap right. their brain at that to where they're not open to thinking a thought like that. But right. it's just interesting discussion. Spike, any thoughts? Um, Am I one of the people? <laughs> What'd you say? Am I one of those people? Yeah, you're one of you're those definitely people. one of those people. <laughs> the it's minute not... marks part of a an underlying conspiracy. No, it's. I think when it comes to like mattress stores and stuff, I, I don't know. I just I I like I understand why it's interesting, but to me, I don't go to mattress stores, and I I just don't care. Exactly. So, you don't. No one goes to mattress stores because no one goes and buys mattresses. Mattresses yeah, are so... just de- they're dead inventory. For yeah. for people and they just launder money in the background. So it, yeah, it, I mean it might happen. I, I I honestly don't know. I so you believe in mat the mattress stores are money laundering fronts? I no, I don't. But, but I also haven't seen any evidence, so I don't not believe it either. I'm neutral. You're neutral. So you're I'm saying neutral. there's a strong likelihood that mattress stores could be money laundering fronts? No, Spike, I'm saying I'm had, neutral. If you had to put money on in a bet, okay. The, the government today just started an investigation to all these major stores to find out if they're uh, laundering money. Um, the bet the bet on Bavada is that is our major stores uh, money laundering schemes? Yes or no? Where are you putting your money? <laughs> I mean, if that becomes a story, sure, I will. I will say, I guess it could happen. Yes. So here, I didn't get to talk too much about mattress stores and I'll talk, I'll kind of debunk it too, but mattress stores are kind of, okay, I'll, I'll just give like the regular, like the mattress store pitch and then I'll start to debunk it. So mattress stores are just your typical, like, uh, what's the word? Um, Oh, 
uh, brick and mortar store. Mattress stores are just like a regular storefront. They have inventory. They sell that inventory. And then that's how they make their money. They pay their employees and that's their profit. That's, there a, that's are, a lot of inventory. That is a lot of inventory. So, but you think about it, the amount of money that's coming in through the cartel and through drugs right. that could definitely afford throwing that, that up. And, yeah, and they can hold that. And think about it too. If no one goes to mattress stores, they're not needing to get new inventory. Because what, what do you change with a mattress? Not too much. Like, you throw memory foam on that guy, and then it's still a bed. You're not changing the size of the mattress. We're not having some innovative, like, unique boutique mattress where it's a triangle. Like, you don't change the formula of a mattress. It's just a mattress, right? So, there are a ton of mattress stores. And in California, there's an area where there are four mattress stores within a five-minute drive of each other, all under the mattress warehouse brand, all under the same thing. So it makes you wonder why do they need to have four mattress stores when I couldn't name a relative of mine that has ever even gone to a mattress store unless it was like a local mattress store or like normally you, you get either at Walmart or order on Amazon or you just buy it off of Facebook marketplace if you're willing to risk getting scabies and bed bugs and there, there's a lot of ways to get a mattress that don't involve mattress stores. Now, kind of debunking that, the because I don't actually believe they're a money laundering front. I think that they could be. It wouldn't shock me. But I think that the idea specifically around why there are so many mattress stores, you guys know how there's a ton of GameStops? Yeah. GameStop bought up EB Games and a ton of other different brands because they were just trying to make everyone take all their games to GameStop because the more they scale that kind of thing up, the better. Because even though they're... Like getting rid, like they have dead inventory where not everything's selling. The newer games, the more op, the no, more stores they have, even if they're making five percent, that's that's a bigger five percent over time that would pay off kind of thing. So mattress warehouse was buying out all the different mattress stores, which is why you have four mattress stores right beside each other. Now, in my opinion, you close the damn mattress store, and you keep one mattress store on the block. But I'm sure for whatever reason, <clears throat> geez, whatever whatever reason. <clears throat> there are, they kept all four in in that stretch. There's a there's a past. There there's a history of the mafia laundering money through dry cleaning services and through laundromats, which in a way are are pretty similar to mattress stores, to where they provide a small service. They're very specific because if they did everything, then that would involve a lot of different moving pieces. You just want to open a business, sell one product, pick something that doesn't move very often, and then you just you just keep making your money in the background and push everything through that through that funnel. So that, that's one of my favorite conspiracies because if you didn't debunk it, there's a lot of things that are, that actually make sense. Like, why do you need that many mattress stores when I've never stepped foot into a mattress store? You know. It's very, very interesting, right? Uh, I honestly of... don't know. I honestly don't know what to say to that. It's 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 such like a random, it's such like a random thing to be said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I never heard of this yeah. until like a couple okay. days ago, and then when I hear mattress stores are a front, and it's like what? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how all of these things start out. Well, that, that's in my elevator pitch when I talk to executives in the elevator. I say, hi, my name is Kyle Bargo. 
I work for this company, I do IT, and I believe that mattress stores are a money laundering front. And they either buy it or they don't. You know? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, did, I don't know about you guys, but from my like memory, locally, the only stores that I remember really closing were mattress stores. So like, do you know where the short bus, the short bus brewery yes, is? Yes, that was a, that. That's the only one I'm thinking of. That was that one. Closed. There was one in Reedsville that shut down. Hmm. It, bond I, Furniture's still around though. Yeah, Bond still kicking. kicking it. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's it's just interesting to think about. And what I said about the like the restaurants locally, mm-hmm. I think that's something people should look into in Mifflin County. But I'm not gonna go there because I'll get killed. Yeah, well, there, there's a specific business that one of your relatives owns, Hayden, and I think there's a big conspiracy behind that. <laughs> What's that? What business is that? What company can make money selling a seasonal item? They sell wait. more than seasonal items. Oh, wait. <laughs> they sell children's toys and Halloween decorations and also any other holiday. <laughs> but why name yourself? Something that is seasonal if you don't sell seasonal items. Because when she started off, she just sold Christmas ornaments. and So it used also, to be. In a Lancaster, money there's a big Christmas <laughs> store that sells millions and millions of dollars all year round. Hey, well, the, the fireworks store, the fire, like obviously people have like the fireworks booths, but yeah. Phantom Fireworks, like all those are like affiliates of those, but they make all their almost all their money in July. But people still go to that store and buy fireworks and set them off on Halloween, you know what I mean, or whenever. So I mean, it, imagine knows, being that guy I, that's setting off fireworks and it on Halloween or or on or on uh, Christmas oh, or oh it's Easter, it's Easter. <laughs> let's throw some fireworks. Oh my gosh! Let's start, let's yeah. start like setting off fireworks on like Arbor Day or something like that. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Oh well, man! Uh, and just another tie into the mattress stores, real quick. This is kind of this is related, but it's not. Casper mattresses um, are doing an IPO here within, so they just hired uh, underwriters to do an IPO, and they're they make a ton of money, and right now they are the definitive uh, brand for mattresses. So like there's there's Casper, there's Blue, there's a few other like uh, I think one's called Purple. Maybe that it's not Blue, it's Purple. Whatever. Purple is like online. You're talking about right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Casper is actually, so they're they're trying to get an IPO going to be uh, sold on the market, uh, in the stock market. And then they're also planning over the next year and a half to open 200 retail lo- locations that primarily sell Casper mattresses. Because they said, and, and this is part of the mattresses, why, why people have mattress businesses, because um, in two years, they plan... If you have a location open for two years and you sell what they're expecting to sell, that business or that location has already been paid off. So they make after those two years, that location becomes profitable. And then going forward, it's just green. Now that's assuming that the business model stays the same, but there's definitely businesses booming at Casper. That's the big takeaway. And mattresses, mattress stores. Maybe going away, but they're coming back because bad retail stores are not all bad. Bad retail stores are bad. The people that run bad retail that don't touch online at all, 
those stores are closing, aka Rite Aid, Kmart, uh, J.C. Penny, I think, is on the way out. Oh, I, I think so. I, I don't, is J.C. Penny on the way out? Really? I it's Bonton. So. You're talking about Bonton. I am talking about Bonton, but I'm pretty sure J.C. Penny's is on the way out too. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Prove me wrong. Change my mind. Uh, but we'll, we'll end the we'll end talking about mattress stores there. So let's get into yours, Hayden. I know the Mandela effect. Okay. So Spike, do you know what the Mandela effect is? No idea. Okay. Oh yes. All right. Get ready. Have your mind blown. Okay. I am prepared. So, to have blown. There's there are theories that we live in separate universes. Okay. So like, uh, so sometimes our. Uh, quantum universe like universes i don't really know how, how to it's called like a multiverse theory where there's multiple universes <laughs> yeah perfect that's actually the perfect sound for, <laughs> for this <laughs> uh, because in an alternate universe i didn't open that beer yeah in an alternate universe he didn't open that beer so like the, it, so like when you're driving down a road like just for a theory you pass a car in one universe your car hits that car and you both die in, in like another universe, you drive past it, and another universe, you swerve off the road, and, and you know you know get what I'm saying. Yeah. And in another universe, every, you drop the fry. On the yeah. Floor. Every every possible out like thing that yeah. could happen is explained in another in another universe. Well, okay. the Mandela effect is basically the when these universes collide, okay, and people from these certain universes on one side of the world remember one thing and the other side doesn't remember another thing. So the reason it's called the Mandela effect is because whenever Nelson Mandela died in 2013, about, I forget, it was like half the people in Africa had memories that he died in the 1980s and have like super vivid and like a recollection of his funeral proceedings and like all the TV coverage and press that they had and meanwhile others just found out that he died in 2013 Mm -hmm. essentially it's just kind of like false memory is the way to debunk it the mandela effect is there any other examples of this oh there's a ton yes yes so i I I start off with one hayden can i start off with one yeah yeah the bernstein bears the bernstein bears yeah ali said something about that today too that that's the big one so the reason that people think that it's spelled Bernstein with an A. Yeah. But the reason, so it's always been pronounced Bernstein because that's yeah. how it's pronounced, but yeah. it's always been spelled Bernstein. So I'm pretty sure like a lot of people in our generation, that's like the, the prime example of the Mandela effect. But it's because when we were, when our parents were reading us books or we were watching TV, we weren't focused on how the, how it was spelled. We were focused yeah. on how it was heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so. for just ruining my segment. So, well, you, I know you have a ton of other examples. There's a ton of Man- Nelson Mandela stuff. I'm just, kidding. Mandela I'm, just kidding. I'm just saying you're debun- debunking my segment before I even <laughs> get to finish it. Jeez. Sorry. Okay, Spike. Yep. What is the most famous line from Star Wars? Luke, I am your father. Incorrect. Darth Vader that? actually said, just said. I am your father. Huh. Not Luke. Never said Luke. He never said Luke, I am your father. He just said, I am your father. So I could say that the reason why people think that is because in movies, people say that. 
like in Tommy Boy, uh, Chris Farley in The Fan is like, Luke, Luke, I'm your father. So I could just say that a bunch of other people got it wrong, and that's why I got it wrong. Right, but what about the people that said it, like, whenever the movie came out? And, like, you know what I'm saying? They got like, it there wrong. Were people, yeah, there were, yeah, like, you could say they got it wrong. But the actual, like, explanation is he actually says, like, no, I am your father, and people think they heard like i think okay. people just think they heard luke i am your father he says no i am your father okay so i can i can kind of get behind this one is there any other like huge things that have happened because i like i understand where and i'm not downplaying this but that's one word like is there any yeah so like things that have happened that's like the nelson mandela dying thing that's a huge thing luke i am your father that's one word like who gives it who gives a crap but right. is there any other big things but you could say who gives a crap, but that's a big part of media. I mean, Star yeah. Wars is one of the biggest franchises, and that and that would be what everyone, even if you've never seen Star Wars, you know, Luke, I am your father. You don't know I am your father. You know, Luke, I am your father. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty big. You know what I mean? No, I, I understand that, but it's still one word. Like, I, yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from. Is there any other huge okay. thing, though? So like here's, event, here's, another, not, here's another crazy generational gap one, okay? Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure you both know about the movie Shazam that's coming out or is out already. I don't know. Yes. So that movie was supposedly made in the early 1990s and it start start a comedian named Sinbad. But no such movie was actually ever made and there's no evidence that it was. But there's millions and millions of people out there right now that are de- like – constantly debating that Shazam was actually a movie made and they remember watching it and have, they can state specific scenes that they had in the 1990s that are like not, not even real. They, it didn't happen. What question for you? Does this, is this also, uh, does this also correlate with deja vu at all? In a way, it's just false memory, right? There's correlation there. It's not causation. Couldn't you say that that's from an alternate, universe yes that's the point that's the point like it all ties back to like the multiverse thing where people like hear one thing in one in one universe or see one thing in one universe like the nelson mandela thing half of africa thought nelson mandela died in the 80s and uh, the other half thinks that 2013 is when he died Hmm. okay it's really weird it's really weird and also like another interesting one that i just heard about uh so, Queen's song, uh, We Are the Champions. Yes. What, do, what does uh, Freddie Mercury say after We Are the Champions at the end of the song? At the end of the song? Because mm-hmm. we are the champions. Dun, dun. I have no idea what he says. Oh, of the world or whatever? Of the world, right? Well, I, in the I, actual I song, he I never said it. That, but he never said it? No, he never. You never heard the champ. We Are the Champions? I've never. I don't think I've ever listened to that. Like we the full. Yeah, I've, obviously I've listened to that, but I've never listened to it. I hate Queen, so I've never listened to it. Like, oh, that's BS. Okay, so is it Sex in the City or Sex and the City? Isn't it Sex and the City? It is Sex and the City, but tons of people believe it is Sex in the City. It's pretty interesting. Curious George never had a tail. Do you know that? That's even weirder. I, I did not know that. 
Did you know that Mona Lisa? What what expression does she have on her face? What expression? Like, is what what is Hard, what's her? Hardly any. Yeah, well, she smiles. Yeah, it's like a little smirk grin sort of thing, but I mean, it's barely. That's weird. No, it's a big smile. The Mona Lisa is a big smile. Yeah, no teeth, but big smile. I big big smile. Well, you obviously don't remember it right. The Mandela yeah. effect. The Mandela effect. Yeah. Effect. And just a just another fun one. Uh, Forrest Gump. What what's the famous line from Forrest Gump? There's a, a uh, the box of chocolates one. Yeah, say it. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what flavor you're gonna get, or something like that. Okay. What if I told you it was actually life was like a box of chocolates? I. It's one word. I know, but it's still know, like it's huge. Yeah, it has such a big reach that like if like millions and millions of people actually like vividly remember like hearing that in the in the movie itself and then millions of people also have heard life is like a box of chocolate. It's still pretty relevant. No, I, I get that. I think it would be more relevant if it like cha- if it was like completely changing what so like if it said if he said life is not like a box of chocolates, I, that's that's massive. But one word just adding on to the sentence that's already I, I don't know. I, I, I understand why it's interesting. I think I think the huge ones of the Mandela I think the man the him dying and people millions of people think that I mean that's massive. He was what, the president or whatever yeah, title yeah, he held. Yeah, so that, yeah. that no, well, that's huge. Arguably one of the most famous presidents of any nation yeah. ever. No, that's that, that's definitely interesting. I've never seen that before. Uh, so, how? Oh, sorry, Vargo. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you uh, know the Mo- Monopoly Man? Like the the game? Like yeah, the Monopoly guy with the hat. Yeah, he doesn't have a monocle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you remember him with a monocle, <laughs> though, don't you? I do. He he doesn't actually have a monocle. Huh. It's cre- It's crazy. <laughs> What does Mickey uh, Mouse wear? What does Mickey Mouse wear? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I honestly can't remember. Is, isn't it like red overalls or something like that? So they're red high-waisted shorts, but they aren't suspenders or overalls. They're never suspenders. They're just the shorts. What about uh? What about Spike in the forest? You know how there was an animal that protected us and told us, don't litter, don't burn down the forest? You know who that would be? The, I, I think. Isn't it the only you can protect wild, or wildfires there? Uh-huh. Yeah. What, what's his name? I honestly couldn't tell you. Isn't it Smokey or something? It's Smokey Bear. Everyone remembers it as Smokey the Bear. Yeah, that's weird. But that that comes down to the one word thing you're saying. Yeah, and and I get that. I, I, I it's get just that. For, for me, for me, and I understand it's like huge because everybody misquotes it all the time. Right. But it's one word that is keeping the same exact idea. Now, if it was a word that was completely changing it, and there were like two sides, and both, like he did kill the girl, and then other half people here, he did not kill the girl. That completely changes everything. But the one word thing just doesn't get me. Yeah. <laughs> I think this this is relevant to me. 
and it's another one word example, but do you remember the Mr. Rogers theme song? I do not. I never watched Mr. Rogers. Okay. Dude. Did you Bargo? I did. Uh, Spike, did you have a childhood at all? (laughs) I must've been outside playing. So were we. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With Mr. Rogers. I, I yeah. know I, I know he was based in Pennsylvania and where the cardigan. Based in it. Pittsburgh. Yeah, and where the cardigan. That's all. That's all I know. Okay, so like in the song, Bargo, it's you'll a find beautiful this day in the neighborhood. He <laughs> says, <laughs> it, it, "You think it says in the neighborhood, but it actually says it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, which doesn't make any sense because it doesn't Pittsburgh. sound right. It's it's a beautiful day in this neighbor. Like it doesn't sound like." Mm-hmm songish you know what i mean i don't know that's just like some little one spike i, d- I didn't know if you, we'd get you to believe it or not but no i like i like the the big things like the shazam thing yeah. the, Ma- the mandela thing i thought those were pretty cool yeah i i find that interesting i think it's a lot of uh people just m- messing some things up and not realizing yeah. what they're thinking of or but th- it's just common misknowledge i think i think um, the luke i am your father one i think that comes out of everybody like all these other tv shows misquoting it and then it reaches us yeah i, I would agree wonder with you, who, but... who screwed it up first cuz someone would have had to screw it up screw it up and then everyone else listens to that you know what i mean yeah. as opposed to the actual movie did or did family, did family or, guy when they did their star wars episodes did they mess it up i know? can't ima- i imagine they always did luke i am your father but yeah. part of it too, I mean, it might have been. I know Hayden doesn't like me to debunk these, debunk these. But part of it might have been, uh, like maybe they used that as marketing material, because how could how would they just be like? And it, obviously they're not going to do it in a trailer. But I don't know. I'm think, not your father. Like they have to I have think, some sort of reference. I think the reason they uh, did never correct anyone is because of that. I think it just it, having that yeah. like. If if you say Luke, I am your father to anyone, what's the first thing you think of? Star Wars. Like yeah. it's not like you and don't it, think of that Family Guy episode or yeah, someone right. else. You know, you think of Star Wars. Well, and it's it's also like just completing their idea. You know, it's not completely changing the line either because it is Luke's father. So while it isn't the line, it, it doesn't make it any less true. So I, that's probably why they just let it go. I agree. Okay, uh, are you guys interested to hear what Bohemian Grove is? I'm very so interested. I. I think, yeah. I think I know what this is, but I I could be just like I mean horribly wrong. Okay, give me what you think. Is it like where? First of all, does it correlate with the Illuminati at all? Somewhat. Okay, so those people that belong, so like the higher up people, isn't it a place where they go to do like terrible things, or they go and hang out, or something like that? Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. I don't okay. know anything else. No. There was a club, uh, I believe it was in the 1800s, like late 1800s, that was created uh, called the Bohemian Club, and it was based out of San Francisco. Um, It was an exclusive and a men's only uh, social club, so only men that were uh, like kind of higher power. So there are many U.S. presidents that were part of it, Um, all the banking leaders and the – like uh, who was the big steel leader? Carnegie. Yeah, I believe Carnegie was part of it. Um, they don't know that because it was like all anonymous. But oh like, no, you're thinking you're thinking Rockefeller. Yeah, I, that might be him. Th- Rockefeller know. was a douchebag. But yeah, they're sorry. like they were part of this secret like 
kind of like the Freemasons and the, like the Illuminati. They're part of this free society, uh, like secret society called the Bohemian Club. Uh, and it was just like basically all the giants, all the like, like extremely wealthy. Well, they have this place uh, called Bohemian Grove, and it's basically an island where they go and have a meeting. And at these meetings, they have like sacrifices and like real crazy stuff. And it and I don't know if you uh, watched House of Cards or not, but there's a scene where Frank Underwood goes to like this weird uh, like club thing. I don't know if you. What season? I watched up until like the fourth of the like the season before he got kicked off. I'm not exactly sure what season it was, but he was like in the secret society meeting and it was basically based off of the Bohemian club. Um, so it's not really a conspiracy theory because it's proven like this is true. It's like an actual thing and they have like buildings uh, and their motto is really creepy. And it's, it says uh, weeding spiders come not here. Wait, 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 it's proven that people still go to this and sacrifice people that that part here's the thing or the, or, the part, or the part that they make sacrifices isn't like 100% proven right okay but the person who broke the story on bohemian grove is none other than alex jones um he snuck in he was snuck off like snuck in like kind of off the island and actually had a video recording i'm pretty sure it was him a video recording of them doing rituals and sacrificing to like a big statue and like they're talking on microphones and it's super loud and it's a huge like crowd of men dressed in costumes and suits uh, watching this like it, what from what looks like a sacrifice taking place. And it from the looks of it, it looks like it's a young woman that's being sacrificed. So how Whoa, does, I'm watching this now. So how does something like this not make like huge news and by huge news i mean like the main exactly TV. well think think about if, if they truly have all the giant names in every industry it's gonna stay off the news so let me ask you let me ask you shit. let me ask you guys a question what or who like is there any like rumors of like who belongs to these yeah I, uh there was... i know jay-z obviously but they're, these clubs are like <laughs> I'm not sure what like exactly what like presidents there were certain presidents that came out and and said that they were a part of it and there were certain like leaders and I know like it was proven that uh, one of the steel leaders were uh, in, in the club exactly but the, it's just like <laughs> it's if just that's such... true if that's true I mean that, that's it's crazy and I'm going to have to look at that video, obviously, for me to believe it. But if, if that is true, I mean, that's, that's pretty And there's, there's rumors that Nixon and Bush both announced their, like, vice presidents first at the Bohemian Grove. H.W. or George W.? H.W. Uh, the Bohemian Grove is a private club with two locations, the City Clubhouse in Union Square in California and the Bohemian Gro Grove, a retreat north of the city in Sonoma County. This might not be the same. Uh, no, that that is it. It's not an island. You're right. It's like a resort. It's like a huge resort that like is super like they have tons of security and like all these like real famous people. And there's footage 
of like uh, like specific people like filmed through like car windows and limousine windows mm-hmm. like going into the resort that's i remember now that's exactly what happened yeah so it's saying that this was formed in 18 late 1800s for journalists artists and musicians and it soon began to accept a very successful people such as businessmen and entrepreneurs as permanent members as as well as offering temporary leadership to university pre- presidents and military commanders who were serving in the San Francisco Bay Area. So it's it's actually a thing. There's no doubting that because it's on Wikipedia, so it has to be a thing. So, so it's a thing that get, they meet. It's just it's just in question of, of what they do. Yeah. So yeah. they they call their leader uh, Malek. Spike, do you know who Malek is? So he's a character in a book or a show that I watched in the, in the Bible. Yes, yeah, it's in the Bible. That's right. What, he, what, Malek is the Hebrew word for king, okay? Yes. And in the Bible, he is the demigod who, like, requires uh, child sacrifices. Okay. And that's how, and that's, and he, in the Bible, he's depicted as an owl, and that's the uh, logo of their, uh, of the club. So there's no other, like, rumors of who might be in this? Gerald Ford was in it. I mean, I mean, maybe today. Oh yeah, I don't know. Henry Kissinger. Why do I know that name? Yeah, I yeah. Why is that name relevant? Henry Kissinger, uh, statesman, political scientist, diplomat. Uh, He was in the Nixon and Ford administration. Secretary of State. Um, Steve Bechtel. This is really interesting. What else you guys got? Um, I hold on one second. If you look up, if you, I don't, maybe not. Never mind. Um, uh, my computer might not have been working. I thought for sure that <laughs> I I was typing in Bohemian Grove and nothing was popping up, and I was like, seriously, this is creepy. <laughs> but they're tracking you now. Okay, Bohemian Grove 2018. What their plan is? I'm interested about this. I want to know what this video is. It There's apparently a video of them in 2018. <laughs> the top comment on this video says, So they go to the grove and worship a big owl, yet their master has a goat's head, and they all morph into lizards. This place is called a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, so there's a name here. Uh, the Bohemian Grove Camp uh, in 1977. There's a picture oh. with Gerald Forbes, Steve Battelle, Edgar Kaiser, George Schultz, Edmund Littlefield, Frederick Brandy, Edgar. These are all like big, like <laughs> executives, and Gerald Ford, obviously former president of the United States. But just the fact that all these big names are going like, there's something so, odd going on. There's, so right here it says, oh. right here it says Bohemian Grove members, and the first three are Ronald Reagan, George H. W. Bush, and Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, there's a lot of creepy stuff. All right, here. The Cremation of Care is an annual theatrical production written, produced, and performed by and for members of the Bohemian Club and staged yeah. at the Bohemian Grove near Monte Calo, Monte Rio, California. The dramatic performance is presented on the first night of the encampment, uh, and it's like a sacrifice. That's so weird. On July 15, 2000, filmmaker Alex Jones and his cameraman Mike Hansen infiltrated the Bohemian Grove, expecting to uncover the owl statue being worshipped as Malak, 
with human sacrifices thrown into its fiery interior. With a hidden camera, Jones and Hansen filmed the cremation of care ceremony. Their footage was a centerpiece of Jones's documentary, Dark Secrets, Inside Bohemian Grove. Jones claimed the cremation of care was an ancient uh, Babylon mystery religion ceremony. The Grove and Jones investigation was covered by a variety of news sources, but not main mainline news. So how's this they, guy they just not listed dead? a bunch of people. Alex Jones? Yeah, how did, I, how did I'll how tell did you why. Just... I, I'll tell you why he's still alive, and it's because... because... They I think if he would die, yeah, I think, I think it's like the way it's the way that they like get people thinking like, Oh, it's definitely not true of Alex Jones. If you shut down the person that's trying to say that the government is doing all these different things, then that just proves to them that they're doing all these things. Yeah. But I think part of it too, and this is like a big, like take a step back and look at life kind of thing. I think if they are doing some sketchy shit, if Alex Jones is focused, like not when I say they, I mean big government, not necessarily our president, but like some, some guy that isn't on a pedestal that's essentially controlling, trying to control the world. They don't care if Alex Jones is pushing all this publicity on this small club, because if there is some big dude, like when I say, again, when I say big, I mean like trying to take over the world. They're not at this Bohemian Grove thing. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, yeah. they're way behind, like... The scenes. The scenes, exactly. But uh, but are you sure that that resort is... It, like, here's the thing. Like, we don't... Like, the only evidence we have is Alex Jones' video of them performing that, like, outside, like, sacrifice slash ceremony kind of thing. And it's really weird because it happened at, like, super dead of the night, too. Like, it's... Yeah. It's really weird stuff. But... Who's to say that underneath that resort there aren't like secret bunkers where all this discussion is happening and like it there's just it's the same thing with the Illuminati of like is is there is it possible that there is a underlying uh kind of group of powerful people that make decisions and that's kind of bringing up like the new world order kind of thing that influence the world without us even knowing it and we're, we're sitting here looking at it from a ground level thinking that our president is making a difference meanwhile these select group of powerful people that we don't even know are powerful are actually under underground or not necessarily like physically underground but under the radar making decisions for like the planet mm-hmm. i think it's definitely a possibility and I think that's what makes it so interesting. And we've, we've said interesting a lot, but having something that really makes you think, like step back and be and reevaluate like almost your life. Like if this is happening, my life, I'm such a small piece in a chess game. I might not even be a yeah. piece in the chess game. I might be a piece of dust on the chess board. Like nothing. <laughs> right. Whereas like when, when you're like growing up and, and you're raised, like you hear all these storylines about, like you watch all these movies, like the the kid that's the main, like the center of attention. You're kind of looking through his eyes, and he ends up being like the star of the show. And you go from that mindset to, I'm nothing. I'm a piece of dirt. And I think that that kind of, uh, um, that kind of demonstration. I can't think of a good word for it. Just just being able to do that is super interesting in a in a way 
I don't know. I went full Man. circle with that, but there's I think so, you know what I mean. There's so much. There's yeah. just so much, like, there's so much unknown. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't even know, like, half the earth because of the ocean. Like, over half the earth because of the like, What is it? It's there, like, there are parts that we have are, are undiscovered. I forget what the percentage is of that, that we've only, we've only researched, like, a certain percentage of the earth. And... Or we've only like I think we've only researched like two percent of the actual ocean, like ninety eight percent of it is just completely unknown because it's so deep and so unknown. We're so minuscule in the scheme. We are definitely. It's some just... experts believe that the claim that the claim that only five percent of the ocean has been explored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's crazy to think about. I mean, we, there's so much we don't even know that still could be. There's still so much stuff. Even just say for the ocean, for example, that could be down there living that nobody has ever seen or heard of. You know what I mean? It's there, crazy to think about. Or you so can like swim the, the idea, whole way down oh, and pop out the other side. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that. So there's there's an idea though that like it's kind of like Atlantis, the the theory of Atlantis. Um, but there's theories that there are specific air pockets under the water so like the way the ocean sits like there's certain like areas in the ocean that like contain like kind of like caves that have certain air pockets that if you go under certain surfaces you'll pop up like under the ocean but there's like air, air pockets you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. no i get you um and- it's similar to if you take if you take a bucket and like take it down underwater with you in a swimming pool you can yeah, still breathe exactly exactly i get you and and there's like theories that like oxygen like it, it like comes from like the water like that it's just a big theory that like basically there there are people or organisms or animals that are actually land breathing animals that could be land breathing animals actually underwater like thousands of miles deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's, that's my thing. That's my thing with space. Is that so similar? Similar to us, not us, not like what 98 of the ocean is unexplored. That's my thing with space is, and people who say that nothing else exists other than us. How do you, how can you say that? Mm-hmm. There's I definitely just, just something don't. that's extraterrestrial out there. And, and yeah. when I say, and and people always get on me because I, I always ask them, do you think there's other intelligent life out there other than just Earth? And when I say intelligent life, I mean something as simple as like a freaking worm or something like that, because that is still intelligent life. And then they get on me. Oh, no, it's not. Intelligent. No, there's not. something else exists out there. If, they, if their body goes through a process and they yes. have like a, a system, then I believe it. Like, I also believe that it's like intelligent life, you know, um, exactly. just first, like a specific example. Um, the other day I was talking to Allie about uh like life on like other planets and stuff and like aliens and all of that and and spike you kind of wanted to talk about aliens at the beginning but we didn't really get to it um the the idea that aliens have already been here or like are come here like on a regular basis i personally don't feel that that's true um the reason i feel like it's not true is because and i i do believe that there are other life forms elsewhere but I don't think a if like if they have the technology to come and see us 
they are so many millions of light years away from us, like in tech, like technology wise, if they can just come and visit as they go, that they probably don't even care about us, to be honest, you know? <laughs> so Let this me... is one. Go ahead. Go ahead. This... Sorry. No, I mean, it's a, it's a simple statement. This is one I can actually get behind. Um, now I don't know if I, I don't, I'm not one of those people that says they're living with us right now. I do think that there is some evidence that even government, like, so for example, there was a, uh, there was a pretty viral video that came out about a year, year and a half ago. And it was a released classified document of a jet, uh, a military jet in the air. And they caught something on the radar. And then they finally saw, they saw it on like the radar sonar thing. And it was a shape they've never seen before. And it flew away so fast in a direction that they've never seen before. So it flew away so fast that nothing on earth could even like half that speed. Hmm. And so I, I just, I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent on board with this. I'm a hundred percent on board that aliens exist. I'm like 65, 35 on if they've been here or not. So religion aside, if you look really, really, really far back, which we obviously can't look really, really, really far back, but if you go yeah. as far back as you can, there's a reason to believe that at least like open concept, you can't prove the otherwise that we weren't aliens that inhabited earth. You know what I mean? Does that sound like dinosaur age? Yeah. Right? Pre dinosaur. Yeah. I don't believe there were humans on this earth. I think I, I think I agree. Hmm. So, where did the humans come from? And that's where religion gets introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. but could that have been? I mean, there's there's a way there's room to debate, and it, that's all it would be is a debate because no one's going to be able to prove anything. But and that's there's my... room to debate that we that one guy or a girl and a guy could have gotten shipped down in like a Dragon Ball Z like pod ship from a yeah. different planet landed on earth. And that's what started all this thousands and thousands of years later. So I don't want to get all Christian on you, mm. but I am a Christian, a proud Christian at that. Um, dinosaurs were actually in the Bible. If, if you read it the way I read it anyway. Okay. So, uh, in Genesis one thirty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it says also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and then he creates uh, like man and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, what is it? Uh, one twenty four Genesis one twenty four. He says, "Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind." cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth according to its kind and mm. some bible uh like personally i believe that the beasts and the creep creeping things are mm. like the dinosaurs in the garden mm. of eden it's just it's it's just interesting stuff like that you know <laughs> gotcha I, and that, that's, that's all just I... interpretation it could be a dinosaur it could be a dog you know what i mean yeah. it's that that's what's cool about religion like obviously if if you firmly believe in something you're going to read and educate yourself based on like those works. But 
it's crazy to me. Like there's so many different directions people can go based on religion, but there, there's not a specific, like no one can prove a specific thing. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a simple, like it's a you, simple you can argument. reference. Yeah. It's a simple argument that you can just say you weren't there. Nobody was there. Right. You know? So, like you can reference the Bible, but but you can't. That that was also written. That I'm not yeah. saying it was, but that could have been written by someone that just wrote it. You know what I mean? You don't. No one knows because we right. weren't there. So they also like, uh, I believe it's in Job. Uh, Job they talk about the behemoth. Mm-hmm. So like, and a behemoth is like a big creature. Like yeah. Right. Creature. So like a woolly mammoth say, though. Yeah, yeah. So they look. They say, "Look now at the behemoth, which I made along with you. He eats grass like an ox. See now his strength in his hips and his power in his stomach muscles. He moves his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his thighs are tightly knit. His bones are like beams of bronze. His ribs like bars of iron. He is the first ways of God. Only he who made them can bring near his sword. So like he's the only one that can kill them. So, so like talking about Dotsons, right? They're ta- no, they're talking about. I'm, I'm but kidding, if they're yeah. talking about dinosaurs, they're <laughs> yeah. saying only only God Himself can kill them. So right, which is which is it, like the the meteors and stuff, right? Yeah, if you think about it, the meteor was what killed them, not like any other like kind. You know what right. I mean? It wasn't like it's a just, war against dinosaurs, but that would be really yeah. cool if there was. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not sure exactly when the first dinosaur bone was discovered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if when the Book of Job was written if a dinosaur bone has been, had been found yet and they even knew what dinosaur bones were, you know what I mean? Right. So like <laughs> if that's, if that's true, then that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So it's, I kind of relate that too. Where like you're saying, so like, let's say there's a group of people cause the earth wasn't based on the Bible. The earth wasn't wiped out by the meteors. It was just the dinosaurs, right? Or was the whole earth wiped? Right. The, it was it just wiped the dinosaurs out. Yeah. Yeah. So there were people that let's say the youngest kid uh, at that time, which was maybe like a day old, two days old, they would barely know what a dinosaur is. That's just going to be passed story by story. And the, the deeper, the farther along you go, the stories end up getting lost unless people write things down, which obviously is what happened with the Bible or, or other literary works that got passed down. But, like, well, that's not necessarily true. It's a lot of the Bible, like, was taken by the Catholic Church. So, like, the Catholic Church, kind of, <laughs> the Catholics kind of screwed a lot of things up. <laughs> if if you read screwed into a lot like, of things what, and screwed a lot of things up, yeah. Ouch! They, yeah, Ding! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sheesh! Oh man! But they uh, there's a lot of the there are a lot of books <laughs> that there are a lot of books that like. That's a conspiracy theory in itself. There's that there's books of the Bible that the Catholic Church don't want you to know were part of it, so they hide them in the Vatican. Mm. So so like there's there's a a book that was released that was found uh, that the Catholics and like completely deny as part of the Bible, but it completely like defines Jesus's childhood, hmm. and it like tells about like all the like how how he had these godly like powers but he was living as a child and like explains like how he's learning how to kind of he 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 knows he's god like he he knows he's god but he doesn't under like because he has the brain of a child 
he had like it's 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 complicated and that's why the catholic church is like no 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 it, could, it can't possibly be part of the bible but it might actually like be the, like the d- definitive like proof that we need to show that like yeah jesus actually did grow up as like because if you read in the bible you don't really read about his childhood it, it's just pretty much like oh he was born and now he's the savior right so as someone who's not very religious, just not coming from a very religious background. Would you consider the Vatican as like a prequel? Explain like a spinoff. So like you said that the Bible itself doesn't really explain. Like it's almost like the Vatican, which is explaining, uh, like you know what Jesus the Vatican is. No, didn't you just say the Vatican was where all the the stories are that kind of got the, lost? The Vat the Vatican is where the Pope is. Where the Pope lives. Oh, okay. The what? The, the Vatican is like the big building where the Pope like, and all his clergy live. Okay, so what's what's the book that you said, like the stories they didn't tell? Uh, hold on. I'll, I'll look it up here. One second. Okay. Just keep But talking. you would consider that like, it's not, is it something that the Catholic Church acknowledges or no? They like unequivocally like deny it. Okay. Which is, which is really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, what is it? Uh, I can't. Remember, it's gonna blow my like. Because in a completely uninsulting way, the way you explain it kind of sounds like it's like a spinoff movie. No. If the Bible was the main movie. No, 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 movie no, 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 and no. It doesn't follow. Like, the Bible, you know? the Bible isn't complete. Like the the Bible itself, like, is proven not to be complete. That there were missing like missing stories like within the bible itself the original bible that are mm. missing today mm. okay it's called the infancy gospel of thomas look it up it's super interesting and read yeah, it I'll, I'll definitely have to dig around at that though yeah, if, if 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 there's one thing you guys should read today it's the infancy gospel of thomas even if you're not a christian if you're muslim wh- whatever it, it doesn't matter like you should read that because it's super interesting to know that this book from ancient times i think it's like the second century or something it (laughs) is like completely like rebuked by the catholic church and like i don't understand what gives them the right to say like oh that's not the childhood of jesus Mm -hmm. you know and if there's one thing and if there's one thing you should watch it's called it's on youtube it's called how big oil conquered the world and it kind of ties back into conspiracies if we're just talking takeaways from this Yeah, yeah um it's definitely it's an hour and a half long documentary, a little less than that. But it was a History Channel documentary that they threw onto YouTube then, just essentially talking about how Rockefeller and Big Oil essentially controlled the world and still try to control the world. And I think it was not John Rockefeller, but his son did all this like completely sketch stuff. Because if you think about it, like of all the things in this world that stay static. Like, at least at, at, at that time, and, like, yes, you can talk about, like, how there's renewable energy now, but still, the world relies very heavily on oil and Oh, and extremely. And extremely. Extremely, and, and it becomes, like, this big war. But, yeah, that, that is super interesting to watch. That's something that Alex Jones kind of introduced me to, Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo. Um, there's, a, there's a really good Eddie Bravo segment I can link to you guys after the show, too from Joe Rogan's show where he just talks about this thing and he kind of does like a retrospect, like a, a quick review and tells you what you need to know in like five, 10 minutes. But yeah, it essentially talks about like how the oligarchy was on the verge of monopolizing life and how there's just this, 
how their their lens was so wide that you could relate it to them trying to be like take world order like it's it's completely wild so that kind of fits into the conspiracy conspiracy world but i i completely 100% if there's one thing that i that i truly believe it's this cuz you got to think about it the history channel published it like the history channel also does the the shows about aliens like that was where that that meme came from aliens that was history right. channel yeah. But they're also not throwing around flat earth on History Channel. Spike, you any know? takeaways? On which parts? Anything. Um, like, do you feel like you are a authentic conspiracy theorist? <laughs> uh, define, <laughs> define authentic. <laughs> can Can you under? Okay, I, I'll ask you two questions. Do you Do you understand why people like conspiracies? Yes. And are there any conspiracies that you do believe or could believe that we talked about here? I think it depends on what people can sit, like consider a conspiracy or not. So I would consider anything that happened, like I would, I would exclude the cartoons because that was something that someone in a, in a way created. And I guess all yeah, this yeah, stuff no, is that, people creating, but um, like the Simpsons talking about like nine 11 and Trump and, I would consider that a potential conspiracy for Matt Groening. Um, but pretty much anything else we talked about, like the mattresses, the we didn't talk about it, but Chuck E. Cheese pizza, did you hear about that at all? Yeah, so your first question, do I understand why people find it interesting? Yeah, I, I mean, I find it interesting too. I'm just, I, I guess I'm just You're wired. a skeptic. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even a skeptic. I'm wired differently in that I almost don't care enough to even dig deeper if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. it does and and it's very interesting that you say that because i kind of view it as the complete opposite to where like i'm not out here people trying to prove everyone wrong and say the earth is flat yeah but but at the same time i could totally see like if someone really believes in something like if someone believes that there was another shooter for the jfk assassination or maybe it wasn't John Wilkes Booth that killed Abraham Lincoln and he was just framed or something like that. Like that kind of stuff. If people have an actual reason and that reason might be because they're uneducated, but if they have an actual reason and they continue to dig deeper, they get to the point where I think their lives are controlled by this conspiracy. And then that pushes like kind of like the, um, the underlying thing of the Mandela effect where like you have this false memory, because if you keep digging at conspiracy theories, you're going to have inaccuracies because you spend so much time talking about what could be as opposed to what is. Yeah. So no, I mean, that that makes sense. I, like I said, yeah, I under, I understand why it's interesting. In fact, if, if there was a, a story that broke, you know, tonight or tomorrow and it was some massive conspiracy theory that hasn't been proven, but there's enough, evidence sure like i'll look at it i just i'm not the type of person that would go much further than just looking at it and being like oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. okay so what was your favorite conspiracy you heard from us today i i mean i enjoyed all of the the bohemian one was definitely interesting and the mandela the mandela one was interesting too i would i'll actually do some research on that because i do want to see if there's any other like massive things that happen that people remember differently, like different outcomes, not just one word things. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, what's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll definitely do some, you know, listening to that. I don't, I also, I don't really know how to explain it. I just never was really like showed conspiracy theories either. Like I never, I never looked it up. Therefore I never saw it. I, I don't really That's know how to start with conspiracies. Either. I think, you know I, mean? I think were, were your parents like when it came to the internet, were your parents pretty strict? No. Interesting. That's you just didn't have a genuine curiosity to I really was, dig I, at anything. I was, the, I was the kid at eight years old that was allowed walking to the minimart at two a.m. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, it, it definitely comes from like what we got into, I guess. Because like I didn't, Bargo so and I were does. doing "Hey Diddy that, Does." That's what I was hey, going to say. Those productions. That's what I was going hey, to say. Was that when you guys were in middle school? Like you guys were like more. Tech, like I didn't, I never posted any or uh, posted any videos. I have no idea how to do any of that stuff. Um, and look how far you've come. You're our I producer. Know. I know. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's my that's my point is though. Like mm-hmm. you guys did some of that stuff and were on YouTube. I never really like did a you like a YouTube thing where like you search something and then five hours later you find you find yourself on something completely different. I, I never get sucked in the rabbit hole. I mean, a couple of times. But only like with something about sports or something. Like I've, I don't think I've ever sat down and done that with just something other than sports, though. Look up Spike. Look up that infancy gospel. Okay, of Thomas. You'll, you'll, I mean, you'll, you'll probably be interested by that, just because it's like, I think it's interesting history, and I, the fact that it's not recognized kind of is like, why would anyone not talk about this more? <laughs> yeah. No. No. That's that's definitely, and I could, I mean, I'll I'll hold my opinion about the catholic church under my breath but i could definitely see them doing that and i gotta also shout out to kyle vargo for the mattress store one because i I thought you were gonna say another shout out to young meng wong or whatever (laughs) no i really i really 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 i really 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 like the mattress story (laughs) that conspiracy (laughs) theory in particular just because it's just it's so possible and it's it's so simple too like everyone can relate to seeing mattress stores and knowing that they don't go in mattress stores especially kids who are the people that are most susceptible kids and young adults you never go and buy a mattress how many yeah do you ever see someone walking out of there with a mattress no so probably because like, they deliver mattresses, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I can honestly say that like the 20 years that Mattress World was there, I don't think I ever saw one person in it, or even like an an employee. Yeah. yeah. No. Have, have you ever in in your 20 years that it was there, and 20 years of living in Mifflin County, did you ever hear of someone saying, "I work at Mattress World"? Yeah. No. And, and the windows were always open, like you yeah. could see right through. Mm-hmm. You just never nobody That's there. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, some crazy but, stuff. But no, definitely interesting stuff, guys. I mean, I mm. I I enjoy listening to them. Um, I just I don't necessarily know how to look it up unless it just kind of gets brought up in conversation. Right. Yeah, you don't really find conspiracy theories unless you're surrounding yourself by conspiracy like theorists, like Alex Jones. Or I don't listen to Alex. Jones, you're really no. pushing yourself out into public, like you're watching podcasts. Like I found it because of Joe Rogan. Like I knew the name Alex Jones, but yeah. That kind of thing. But hopefully, uh, one of these times here soon, uh, moving forward, we can revisit this topic because there's plenty of things that we didn't cover and plenty of things that we could all get a little more educated on. Uh, like I know one of the big ones that people are talking about, which I'm sure we can all dismiss this uh, without hopping into this. But like, for example, like vaccination, people think that vaccinations yeah. cause autism. That's, that's a pretty yeah. stupid one in my opinion. So... 
I mean, you should, I think the, the big takeaway for conspiracies, in my opinion, is it allows you to be more skeptical as opposed to just believing everything you hear. But if if you take it too deep, then you you're doing be, the same exact thing. You're doing the exact, exactly. You're doing the exact same right. thing where you're believing someone because they told you something's different as opposed yeah. to not, uh, not going against societal norms and, and believing in what everyone else believes in. So yeah. there's, there's a fine line. And when you cross that, you're either a conspiracy theorist or you're not a conspiracy theorist, but wow. alrighty. Well, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Is there anything, any updates that you guys have uh, on the podcast, the health of the podcast? I guess uh, one thing for me is we got on Apple on the Google play store. So that's pretty exciting. Got another, uh, got another venue. So that gives us uh Four, which is Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google Play Store, and then on YouTube. So four different platforms that you guys can come from and listen or watch uh, what we're doing. And, of course, we're, we're going to be starting to push more on social media. So if you found this particularly from a post on Instagram or Twitter, please reach out to us and, and let us know you found it and give us your feedback. And if you are a flat earther... Um, Maybe you can come on next show and you can try to prove us wrong. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. I so, like alrighty. Well, for all of us here, we're going to sign off and we'll catch you guys next episode. Mm-hmm.